your question. All right. All right. Two niggers and a coon walk into a bar. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> really? <laughs> ah. Oh. 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 Okay. Never mind. I, oh. I, I, know, Thank I, I know the answer. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Oh, that felt uh, good, actually. That felt good. But here you go. Oh, God damn you, you. And I know you wanted to go, nigger, why? <laughs> but you didn't want to pile on, did you? No, I didn't. I don't want to encourage you. One, one, one is enough. Oh, hey, it's, it's what happens when you're, when, when, you're, when you're bored. I guess. You need to get out more. Oh, I already know that. Oh, by the way, have you know? Have you been reading the news? The uh, the coronavirus is surging in all states. Are you serious? I no, I am dead serious. It is surging. I even Oregon it too. It is going. It's going through that Delta virus is what is what's doing it. Oh, the, the one that oh, so the yeah variant. the variant. Okay, yeah, and the regular Corona because or. Yeah, whatever you want to call it, the, the 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 kung flu or whatever the hell those that racist thing is. Just a uh, co- the, the, just COVID nineteen is yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah, whatever. It, it's um, it's 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 getting ridiculous, man. It's coming back, and oh. I never I never thought it left personally. Um, oh, I didn't think it fully left, but I thought it was on the you know dying or you know because it's it's never going to go away. It's just going to be like the flu. It's 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 a new strain of a disease, so we're just going to get variants of it from now on. Just like you know, just like when people get the flu, and then you know you get a flu shot, it's because there's a new variant, there's a new version of the same thing. COVID is here to stay. It's just yeah, how deadly it gets, or how it is treated. Like uh, you can get it with over the counter, you know, shit. Here it is on ABC's webpage. Summer setback. COVID deaths and cases rising again globally. Newly confirmed cases uh, have doubled over the past two weeks. The Delta variant now accounts for 58% of COVID-19 cases in the USA. And that, and that vaccine all you guys got ain't going to protect you from the, Delta, from, the, from the Delta virus. The Delta variant, sorry. Um, I... But... We'll have more antibodies oh, wow. to deal with it than someone who does not get vaccinated. So the chances of death are far less. That's true. How disease. I works. just, yeah, I oh, I understand. I just think it's just. I thought it was too soon. No, to no, open everything up. People, I really did. People you know. were losing their minds, and I, I'll admit it. I love going to work without having to wear a mask now. Oh, I, I believe that. It, it feels I, I so that. weird. It's still, I was just talking to someone today at work about it. It still feels weird that um, we don't, that we're in the building without a mask on after doing it for, you know, 13 months now or 12 months. That's like a little over a year we've been having to do it. And uh, it's just, it's, it's fucking nice. It really is. And just to see people on a and, and like nod and see people that you don't even know on the street, everyone's happy to talk to somebody. It's so I it sucks that we're probably are going to end up reverting back to you know. Oh yeah, we're going back year. to mass. Yeah, we're going back to mass. I don't think we'll ever go back to the quarantine. I hope, 
But we're going to go back to, to mandatory masks and we're going to have these people bitching about that here pretty soon. I and mean, I still, I, even if I got the shot, I'm still going to wear mine until the police start bothering me about wearing a mask. That's how long I'm going to wear mine when I go out. Uh, there's you still know. people. There's still people wearing them. If you go just you know go out in the city and and even at work, there's a there's there's pro- there's a small percentage, like ten percent probably, that still wear a mask. Yeah, and... but you heard you heard what I said though, right? Until yeah, the yeah, yeah, start, yeah. Because you know yeah, they're know going to. Oh it's yeah, just, just a matter of when. It, it, before they were harassing people for wearing them when they yeah. were wearing them, like you know when you didn't have to, right. but they're just I being remember. cautious. And there was mm-hmm. that guy, famous story, the guy in the bank that was wearing a mask and people jumped on him. To, and, you know, and now it's going to, yeah, it's going to be the other way. Yeah, but, and now it's just a matter of time before they say, excuse me, sir, why do you have a mask on? Because uh, I don't want to get sick. Uh, why are you bothering me? <laughs> oh, we can't identify you, you know. You, 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 we need to see if you fit a description. So <laughs> you need to take that mask off so we can see if we need to arrest you. It's pretty much what they be doing. Oh, speaking of uh, police, uh, apparently there was this guy named Tyrone Allen here in the Portland area. Um, I didn't. I don't think I know him, but I knew his friend Michael Fesser, who was with him. But this guy was accused of robbing banks uh, a few years back, and he had tattoos all over his face. I mean, all over his face. He looked like Post Malone, and the police, because the tellers said he didn't have um, tattoos on or any tattoos on his face, the police digitally wiped all the tattoos off his face so he could be arrested and charged with it. What the fuck? Yeah. They digitally removed his tattoos in the pictures they showed the tellers. And the tellers were like, oh, that kind of looks like him. And he says, all we need. And they went and arrested him because they were sure it was him. And now he walked, time served. The only thing he's got to do is I think he, I think they said that he did rob the bank. I'm not sure how, but he's paying the bank back, but they're not going to put him in jail because of what the police did. And I'm like, why are all these cops not fired? How is that? How is that right under any, they said, well, he may have been wearing makeup so that he could cover his tattoos. That's not, something that you need to worry about did yeah. he have did they say he had tattoos or not no well you need to move on and find other evidence you don't get to do that like like when they darkened oj on the cover of what was it time magazine to make him seem more menacing and i was like what was what, what is happening here why would you do that and since the police have qualified immunity can't sue him can't sue him that's and the fucking... and the fucked up thing about that is, Clarence Thomas wants to revisit qualified immunity. The most conservative judge on the Supreme Court wants to get qualified immunity removed. He says he's tired of the police hiding behind it. Yeah, he thinks they would act better if they knew they could get in trouble. Like, here's a perfect example. Uh, there was a video, I think I sent it to you, where this black lady was in Victoria's Secret. And I finally saw the beginning of the video where she claimed this white lady chased her around the store for some odd reason. It was swinging at her. And then when the cops showed up, she did her white woman tears and cried and hit the floor. And the police were going to escort the black lady, who was the victim, out of the mall. No, I saw that. They, they weren't going to escort her out. 
Are you sure? Because that's what it sounded they, no, like. No, no, I watched it on. I watched the, the video several times because I was going to okay. bring it up. Because I was actually going to bring it up today. They didn't okay, walk. They didn't. They weren't going to. She was demanding that they kick the white woman out because right. she attacked her two different times, which she has filmed. Right. I saw the film. They, I saw that. They part. didn't. They didn't want to push her out once the white tears started. They didn't want to make her leave they just told the lady that just go about your shopping right. and you know we're just gonna you know we're just gonna this is a wash and the, the the black woman was like no because if the shoe was on the other foot i'd be walked out or arrested and, and, on the spot. or arrested yeah. yeah and she's 100 percent right that's exactly mm -hmm. how it would go down absolutely but, but because this white woman and, it, and once you see her fall and and how even the other white folks <laughs> did not respond to her it's like I oh this is that. a this is a crazy person and and but they they but because she's white and she turned on those white tears, those Karen tears, they didn't want to do anything. They didn't no. they, and they were like, We're just gonna, you know, she's gonna go her way, you're gonna go your way, we're gonna call it good. No mm -hmm. one's I was like, That's bullshit. Mm -hmm. Fucking take her out. She she attacked her twice. She tried yeah. to hit her twice. See, I remember this white lady when I worked at Radio Shack, I wouldn't return five dollar cables for her on her husband's card because we can't we could not do that they explicitly told us you don't mess with someone's credit card unless it's the person who has who owns the card comes in wife son doesn't matter if that person wants to get their money back and put back on their card they have to be there and i told her that you know as polite as i could she was carrying her baby and she got to the door and she threw the cables at me yeah. now I know what would have happened if I had called, walked up to her and said, you need to get the hell out of here. She would have started crying. It's like, and he was like, they always do. White women have been doing that forever. It's like that white lady on TikTok where she said, uh, the reason why white supremacy will never go away is because of white women. We are the ones spreading it because we have more contact with our kids than our wife, than our husbands do. And I'm like, yeah, I've said that for decades. Yeah, it's she said we're the, we're the ones raising these kids and yep. and not putting it not you know putting it you know she's like and I challenge you want to 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 argue with me I'm not gonna no she said I'm not gonna even argue this because she's true. right because she, yeah. yeah she's right this came from a white woman folks by the way yeah. so it's not like we're just bashing white folks yeah, white woman said white this but she's right said that she is right white women have been the cause of so much pain. Particularly well, really, in this country for black for black folks, black men. Ask Emmett Till about that. What you really know? gets what really gets me is like during uh you know during the the during like the turn of the century, during the you know, not before the burning of the bras and all that, but like when women were trying to Make it legal so they could actually vote. Oh, you mean when white women were trying to make it so that well, white women could vote? Well, that? they ra they rallied all women, and then when they made women vote, and they were like, "All right, cool, we got that done. Now let's work on you know black people, people, just people of color. Period. Let's get them some civil rights, women, and white women were kind of like, "No, we're we got to accomplish what we wanted to accomplish, mm -hmm. and so we, yeah, that's on you guys." And then <laughs> this is kind of the. They always want to be an ally until it gets and, 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 I'm, and I'm generalizing. I hate to have to. I feel I have to say this, but you know, we're I'm obviously generalizing because there's tons of white people that are down for the cause, and and uh, as Chris Rock would say, they act right. 
mm-hmm. <laughs> but there's a lot that pretend to be an ally until it gets hard and then they're like well i'm white i, I don't have to do this and even they, if they it, even bow if it's out. not hard even if it's not hard yeah. ask yourself this question how many of those women after trump won that did that million woman march to washington voted for him Oh, I'll was, bet you if 20 to 30 percent of them voted for him. There was a statistic of it. There's like quite a few of the women that were at the Women's March voted mm-hmm. for Trump. It's like you're here, but you voted for the reason we're here. Right. It's like, what the fuck? You just want to be part of some shit. Yep. And who was it? I think it was uh, Bill Burr that talked about oh. how they how they stole the Me Too movement. They totally stole it. It How was they ripped it off. They it was about it. it was about black women mm-hmm. uh, uh, that were that were in the industry that were not treated well, and they were giving their stories. And there was a few white women that had a similar stories, and they they told those stories. And then for, and I don't know how, doing some kind of voodoo, white women made it about white women. Mm-hmm. And it was like, wait a minute, how did this happen? Even black folks were like, how the fuck did that happen? Because it started good. out about it started out about what black women and it turned out to be end up being about white women. Oh yeah, I know. I watched I watched that shit happen. And I was like, it's kind of like those uh those, those the black people on TikTok now are not going to make any new dances. I that was a great article. I can oh, remember I, I saw found that. It. Did you see that? Because they're tired of these white women stealing their dances and making money off of it, and yeah. acting like it's theirs. They're like, fuck it, we're done. Make oh, yeah, your own you, shit. You'll have like a white woman that has more followers and some because it's usually a grassroots thing. That's how they get big. You know, just people trading a video and it just becomes viral that way. And then a white woman with a little more followers will do it on their platform and then they'll pass it off as like it's theirs. And they'll forget. Now, I know you don't like him, but I don't have an issue with him because he's just he's he's just a dumb jock that memorized a lot of stuff that smart people said. That's that's from his mouth. But Rogan was talking they were talking about joe rogan's uh those old podcasts he was talking about uh some i forget what the topic was initially but they veered into a black women's hair in the workplace and uh rogan's like uh you know it's not unprofessional it's their regular hair is like even like you know you you can you know he said something that made a lot of sense it was like you couldn't, you know, black women would get a lot of shit about wearing braids until Bo, wearing beads in their hair until Bo Derek did it. And then all of a sudden it was okay. Mm-hmm. But black women have been doing it since we've got off the boat. Mm-hmm. But, and it was always deemed bad and unprofessional. But the minute Bo Derek did it in 10, it was okay. Yes. Yeah, and, and, judge- and, then, and then they tried to associate it that oh look this and you look at some of the magazine articles from back then it's infuriating because it talks about how Bo Derek Bo Derek started his new style of hair it's like black women been doing that literally for hundreds of years fuck you oh I know there was some judge who threw out this one lady's uh case black lady's case because the judge said you're just trying to look like Bo Derek and it was oh. so it was an old it was an old white man obviously you know oh and god and, and I'm like. This is why somebody wrote in on Facebook, and I, I commented on it, um, and I've talked to you about this before, but never on air, uh, asked, how do we get rid of racism and hate in this world for people who have different ethnicities and, and all that? And I, and I wrote, there's only one way. You have to take every child 
You have to wait till every child is born. Then you have to basically put something in the air that sterilizes all human beings until no more kids can be born. Then you take all those kids from birth to 10, you take them off the planet and you put them on another Earth-like planet and you let them be raised by androids who will teach them from jump that you're all humans, you just look different. You're the same. And then you have to wait, you have to wait three generations of them because the 10-year-olds will still remember shit until they're all gone and you got a brand new three-generational set of people who are grown. Then you can bring them back to Earth and everything will be fine. And all of us will be dead because we won't be able to reproduce and Earth will be, you know, cleaning itself up, you know, for a couple hundred years until we come back. But that's the only way it goes away. It's the only way. It'll never go away other than that, ever. You ever seen that movie Children of Men? Yes, uh, with uh, Clive Owen, where the last yeah, yeah. Uh, that black lady was the only one who could give birth to a baby. She was yeah. the first one in ever that could give birth. Yeah, and something like oh, was, uh, I think it was at the at the time of the movie, the youngest person in the world was twenty seven, or just yeah. turned just turned twenty one, or something like that, and. Um, that's how long no everyone just became sterile they don't know how it happened it just happened and this one black woman and that you know that was very heavy-handed but you know black women are mothers of the you know the the civilization started in africa black woman was the first woman to give birth it's just the way it is folks i don't know if even if you read the bible and believe the bible that's what it is Mm -hmm. civilization started in africa anyway yeah and one lady so which means back. which means the first woman to have give birth was black because there was no white people in Africa yet back then. But my point is when everyone was sterile and it was like an even no one could make more people, you realize something in the movie that it was, was pre- prevalent to me is that there wasn't any racism. It's like there's there's <laughs> there's uh I mean there was you know no one was like there, that wasn't a thing anymore because people were more focused on just having kids because no one could have a living kid or get pregnant in the first place. So yeah, you, there's something to what you're saying. It mm-hmm. just, it's just like um, so we're, we're just going to have to all die off. And, and it's kind of like, um, you ever seen that show on uh, HBO Max? Um, it's called Raised by, I think it's called Raised by Wolves. Anyway, anyway, uh, it's um, I talked about it uh, on a podcast months ago when it first came out because I was a show I was watching. I mentioned it on the, what we were watching, but uh, this this woman or this woman, it, the world becomes just two factions: religious and non-religious, and atheists. I, yeah, I could live with that. That and, would be easier to deal with. Yeah, but but so it got to the point to where it was a all-out war. There wasn't well. any, no one cared. There wasn't racism. It was do you believe in God? And you believe, you know, yes, you were on our team. Anyway, uh, the atheists were losing the war, and um, they uh, and uh, they got on. A, they got in like this fight on on a ship, and while while um, while the you know the ship full of kids, and they're all like you know 10, 12, 13, real young. Uh-huh. And uh, and they're all religious, but the androids that are taking care of them were the were the from the opposite side from the atheists. So now 
you have this, you know, you have all these religious people that aren't racist anymore. They're just all super religious, uh, but these androids are raising them. And it's kind of, it's, it was just weird. I was just, those two shows popped in my head when you said that, because it is literally smashing those two concepts together. Wow. Uh, what you were talking about. So once, so my point is once in a blue moon, wow. you actually have a good idea. Well, thank <laughs> at you. Least, and, at thank at you, least. And, and fuck you on the same time. <laughs> at least, at least for movies. Yeah. I don't know about well, real life. <laughs> well, and fuck you again. Uh, <laughs> but the thing is, it's like, it's like, if you really think about it, that's the only way to truly end it other than a complete alien invasion like the Tomorrow War or some shit like that, that these aliens are trying to kill us all where your money doesn't matter, your status doesn't matter, your athleticism doesn't matter, your your ethnicity, your language, nothing matters. They're killing everybody. Mm -hmm. Or they want everybody to be their slave. That or taking the children away and letting us rot and you know away there there's nothing else you can do it'll always plague us i mean even before that like some like some people say well there have been slaves since the beginning of time true but the what happened in america is the most unique set of slavery that's ever happened in this on this earth it was slavery by color not slavery based on prisoners of war based on ethnicity, based on language. No, color. That had never happened before. Ever. And usually you could, it's like, it's like, it's like Alexander the Great would conquer a nation and he'd go like, all right, well, now what do I do with these people? Well, I guess we'll make them slaves. But those slaves had an opportunity, just like with Genghis Khan and Kublai and the rest of them, they could earn their way out of slavery they could earn their way into being part of the army, maybe get to a general. They had opportunities. This slavery we had here, there were no opportunities. This is what you were until you died. Yeah. This is what your kids were. 300 until they died. 366 years. Yeah. Now, here's the Bo Derek thing. I just I just sent it to you. It was a 1981 federal case uh, in which an airline uh, banned all braided hairstyles because the judge said it was not liable for race discrimination because that hairstyle was popularized by the white actress Bo Derek, who wore it in the movie 10. Oh, that son of a bitch. Yeah, I had to send that to you so you know I wasn't like, you know, making this shit up. It's right here. And I remember reading about that going, wait, Bo Derek didn't invent shit. I no. Even, I, here's the crazy part. Even Bo Derek would say she didn't invent it. It just got assigned to her because someone liked the braids on a black woman and wanted her to wear them. Yeah, it's kind of like Kim Kardashian and her. What did she say? Twisties? Was that her or was that Chloe that tried to pass off twisties as a new style when they were just braids? Yeah, I, I, tried can't, that I, can't, I can't remember, but I do remember the like the issue. Yeah, one of them tried that shit, and I was like what is happening is this is this really where all black people's inventions have gone is this really what history has done to us where these white folks and i've always wondered and i talked to my brother about this when he was in town i was like how is it that white people hate so much so easily and discriminate with such 
zest and, and zeal when they don't have meetings about it? How do they do that? How do they come together and say, we're going to make sure that, like, the voting restriction laws. We're oh, all going to make sure. Nightmare. Yeah, yeah. we're going to make sure that these, that these niggers, these other people can't vote. Right. They have, they have a, we're going to close their windows so they have an hour to vote on election day. And that's it. How do they do that as a whole when they don't have meetings about it? Yeah. I've never understood that. How can that be? Unless there's something, like this one dude said, he thinks it's DNA related, that something in these P- in white people, not in- as a whole, it's, it's inherent. inherent. I, I, yeah. yeah, I sent that to you. I sent that to you. Oh, was that you? Okay. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I believe, I believe my dad believes that as long he, as I've been alive. He's always said that. He, 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 um, it, it's inherent as in something you do. Now he, he obviously, he, he was more articulate and verbalized it so oh, much. He broke I it am. down, broke better than we are doing right now. Obviously. But he, but he, but he said, because I sent it to even a few white people that agreed. <laughs> They're like, yeah, that, that makes sense. He's like, everyone's inherent to do something. And, and if you have something like if you're if your family of alcoholics, you have the, and, and you know this, you have this knowledge, you know, well, I'm not going to drink because this is I have it, it's inherent in my bloodline to be an alcoholic like mm-hmm. me. I'm diabetic. Yeah. I mean, I was just a little overweight when I got diabetic at the time and I didn't take it seriously. I ate what I wanted when I wanted. And because it is it is three generations deep on both sides of my family i got it you know yeah. uh in because it's just i'm in you know i'm predisposed to, to get it and white people since the dawn of time are i mean i'm just i'm not saying not talking shade and after we get this we'll get into some lighter shit because i hate starting out with heavy stuff mm-hmm. this is usually stuff you and i get out before we start to do the podcast but mm-hmm. in their conquerors they go from place to place kill everyone there or assimilate them and move on no other culture did it or no. does it now nope. they, they are there yeah every culture has someone who does had done it obviously it's why we have a genghis khan that's why we have like a media Idi Amin. we have guys that do that shit but it is not it is it, we're talking like an isolated incidences that's why we know of them but you go through all of Europe, all white folks, all want to do is take over. Just take over. And so it, it, to say it's not a stretch to say that your bloodline comes from that because it does. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, Chris Rock, Joe, I, I reference him a lot because I, I don't know. I think if I think he's my spirit comic, <laughs> but um he he said the same things like you know why NFL no we dominate all sports and even Bill Burr a white comic said the same thing yep. black folks kind of had a 400 year head start of mm-hmm. being just bred the strongest bred the strongest only the people that could survive in you know, that time would would live to move on mm-hmm. you realize if you and I me a diabetic they're not going to get me insulin for if I was a slave, I'm just gonna die one day. Yep. You know, I, it, literally days. I have, you know, I can count it down. And you, if all your issues, we'd be just killed. We'd just be sent out to pasture mm-hmm. for for target practice or something. Yep. I mean, it's just it's just crazy to me that it's just so. It's, it makes sense. It makes yeah. sense. 
that you looking today and you know, we're bigger, we're stronger, we're faster because our ancestors, all they did was this shit. Now, so we're, pre, you know, so to say we're inherently bigger because we're black is not racist or a stretch. No, it's the truth. It's the gospel truth. And I'll say these two things and then we'll move on to whatever you want to talk about. Uh, one, we, if you notice around the world, outside of America, you know, Haiti, the Dominican Republic, black folks don't dominate sports. It's always, and I've read a few articles where sometimes these Europeans will come over here and they're just stunned that the average black man is bigger, stronger, and faster than they are because they're used to dealing with Africans who aren't. And yeah. I'm like, and I was like, well, think about it. Hey, look, For most, mo they, well, I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm sorry, but I, I got to get it out. But yeah, that because you, if you go to Africa, most Africans are just tall and thin, mm -hmm. or short and thin. We're we're not like a huge people. There's something different about the American black person, mm -hmm. and there's and like even God, I'm not, I hate to sound like we're just like big up in black folks, but it is called Black Nerd Radio. But but there is. Something different. We're, we're there's no other black folk like us no. in the world. No. For some reason, you can make comparisons to Haitians and Barbados, or Haitians and Africans, or, or, or black folks in South America. But there's something different. Everyone. Yeah. We're the most imitated. We're the most copied. Uh -huh. We're the most uh, most creatively uh, uh, insp inspiring to other other cultures. For you know, everyone tries to imitate us at the same time, hate us. Yeah, and and, and the, the thing is, it's like you gotta understand. I, and I was thinking, and I said, you gotta understand. I said to this white dude, you gotta understand something. The trip from Africa to the Americas was ninety plus days, minimum, three mm -hmm. months minimum to get there. Now, black folks were at the bottom of the boats, chained together, diseases, rats, all that shit, barely fed. Barely had clean drinking water, shit, piss everywhere. Only the most powerful of us Lived. made it on that trip as many times as they went back and forth. So already we have an advantage once we hit. Then some white dude here, slave master, decided, you know, I need to get more production out of these slaves. How do I do that? Well, let's take the biggest black dude, most powerful black dude, and breed him with the most powerful black women, and then those kids will be able to pick up more shit, bigger and stronger and faster, they'll be able to move more stuff, pick more cotton, and we'll be fine. And that happened for almost 400 years. Yeah. Why do you think we're bigger, stronger, and faster than you? That's why. And it'll, not, it'll never change, because most of those black folks are in the South still, and they're just breeding with each other. It's not going to ever change. It's just, it, 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 it's just not. That's what's going to happen. That's what's going to continue to happen. And when white people say that, like Jimmy the Greek, and get, and get in trouble for it, I always go like, that's some bullshit. Because all Jimmy the Greek is doing is speaking an uncomfortable truth. Which is yes. why these white folks want critical race theory to go away, because it's an uncomfortable truth that your ancestors were pieces of shit. And you don't like it because it hurts. And it's like, that's fine. That doesn't mean you are. That means your great, great, great grandfather was who built this country 
and most of their empire off of slavery, sex trafficking, and murder and genocide. That's just facts. You can't argue it. You can't change it. There's nothing you can do with it except go, yeah, that's what happened, but I'm not like that. Fine. As long as you understand that that's what happened, maybe you things can get better as we go forward. But, you know, who knows? And that 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 shit just just drives me nuts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. You're not. And wrong. Oh, oh, I remember the last thing was is that my dad and this other dude. I think his name was from the '60s. I think it was Sheikh Mohammed. He wrote a book about it, and he said that he thinks part of the problem is that if you look at history, those white folks in Europe were trapped, surrounded by ice. I think it was 10,000 years that there was ice around them. Mm-hmm. And they were surrounded by that shit for a very long time. I want to say 10,000 years, but it could be l- l- less, could be more. I'm not sure. But, and he thinks that that made them bitter. Also, look at the soil in Europe. Those British people who were the main ones who came out fucking swinging, they, that soil produced potatoes and was barely enough to sustain cows and pigs. When they left that island of Britain, and when those white folks exited out of Britain and saw all the fruits, all the vegetables, got a taste of those spices, saw all that silk, all that gold, they went, why don't we have this shit? Because you live where you live. Oh, no, 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 no. We're taking this shit. Fuck that. We want this shit. And you can't have it. Also, they were a little bit taken aback when they ran into the people like from uh like 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 the Aztecs who didn't have guns who didn't have navies and warships they were like they're savages why because they had everything they needed that's why Africans never went out and conquered out of Africa because why Africa yeah. is is paradise in a lot of places flat out paradise yeah. I'm not leaving this place we're Oh, let me see. Get it be a banana, some apples from over here. Oh, we got some spices. We're gonna have some good food tonight. While white folks in Europe are eating bread and 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 and, and horrible meat and potatoes, but, getting angry, yeah. angry with each generation. But it's you know, it's it's why white folks can really adapt to cold. I don't yep. know one white person that I mean, there's everyone gets cold, and but when it when it's warm like this, it sucks when it, we get those heat waves. Mm-hmm. But I can deal with it. Yeah, I'm fine. but when it's cold, I mean, I don't know one white person that can't just handle the cold. Like Ed, he's been on our show a couple times. Our buddy Ed, that dude is a year around. He would wear shorts year round if it was socially acceptable. He's one of those guys. I was like, yeah. I. I know I white guys like that. You know, they're just they can have black folks, not so much. We just <clears> I, I'm a pussy for the cold. Uh, and my job and my in my job, I'm half inside, half outside. Summertime like this, I'm perfect. But you know, in about six months, I'm gonna be fucking hating it. Cause I'm outside in that cold. I just in that rain. Oh yeah. Yeah, at three in the morning, not like two in the afternoon. <laughs> mm, three in the morning is cold and <laughs> yep. wet, and you're just angry at everybody because you got to go out. And, oh, yeah. All these white folks are out whistling. Oh, my God, this is great. I feel fantastic. This is lovely. That's part of the reason why black folks don't have a bunch of hair, and yeah. they do, which I've never understood is why they call us monkeys when we have no hair and they're hairy from, like, Robert Williams had hairy knuckles. 
And yeah. I, I've never understood that. I, like, yeah. I, I don't understand that insult. That look at Ron, as much as I like him. Look at Ron Perlman. He looks like a like a great ape. He does. Yeah. <laughs> Brock Lesnar does too. Doesn't Brock Lesnar look like a silverback gorilla in the face? He calls himself the albino gorilla. He looks like one. <laughs> you look at him like, are you sure you're not two generations removed from a gorilla? I mean, you really look like one. Yeah. You know? So anyway, let's get to something happy. Uh, let me ask you this. <laughs> have you seen Tomorrow War? I haven't seen it yet. Uh, <sighs> did you watch it? Yeah, I did. <laughs> How did they get past my, 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 my objection? How did they do that? Do you remember my objection? Uh, you're going to have to ask me again. Okay. Why is it that the future comes back to the past in order to recruit the past to come to the future instead of the future going back to the past and training the past to meet the future? You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, don't, don't think about it too much, Marcel. Just enjoy the show. That's I can't all. help it. That that, that <laughs> hole was so that was such a big plot hole, man. It's like I I can't my mind can't wrap around that. It makes it, no sense. It is totally I it, like I like time travel stuff, but it is totally if you give it any serious thought when you're watching it, you're gonna find holes. I always just enter it going, I know this isn't gonna make sense <laughs> as far as the science behind it. Oh. But I'm just gonna enjoy for what it is. And dude, there's I'll just uh, slight spoiler. I think I've talked about this on the podcast already. And this I it makes me you probably just tune out when I talk and wait till like a true narcissist. You just wait till I stop talking and then you talk because I think I gave a review of this on the on the podcast. Did you? Yeah, I don't remember. I, okay, well, well, go ahead. I'm well, sorry. It, I... it, it wasn't very good, but it was fun. And you, you will, you're you're gonna find more plot holes in the one you just talked about. Uh, like, um, there's some reason that they they kind of get into their science of how it works, because mm -hmm. they only go back up to thirty years, oh, and and so you get to see people, you know, bringing in their grandparents when they're like in their twenties, and uh, and this is how they recruit. They they don't recruit. Like you're like you're supposed to, you know, and you you get you, your service is seven days. You just gotta try and survive seven days, and and you know seven days for us is I don't know how long for them, but it's seven days. And uh, after your week, you can go back to your life. But we're losing the war. I think the there's yeah. only there's less than there's less than a million like five hundred thousand humans left, and this is like a last ditch effort. It is, it, it's, they do shit like, all right, there's some people that are like given a gun and explain to what's happening and they're still in like their work clothes. It's like, no wonder we're losing the war. You're not really training anybody. You just, I pull, know. it is so dumb. I mean, they do have like a training montage for, for, uh, have a montage. Yeah. For, for the, the key players, but it is, it's dumb. It's fun though. And really? the, well, you know, if yeah, yeah, it's it's interesting. I mean, the movie's not about the science; it's about people recruiting the past to help the future because we're gonna we're gonna lose this war. We, <laughs> we don't we don't care if we fuck up the timeline a little bit because it's an extinction level event. So, then why don't they go back thirty years and train everybody? 
to get ready for when they come in 20 years? Why are you taking people from the past and letting them live? I, I don't know how they wrote this without just going, this is a plot hole I can't, I can't write around. Uh, hey, Marcel, Marcel, what are you talking about, man? Just a guy trying to save the world. That's all it's about. I don't know what you're talking about. None of this this uh, time travel stuff. Just, just relax. <laughs> I can't help it, dude. I saw that. I just went... How am I supposed to enjoy this when it's so? Uh, Wait, hey, hey, I... we we had a heated debate about cars that walk and talk and transform into walking and talking robots. So oh, you're gonna have to suspend disbelief a little, a little bit. I know, <laughs> I know, I know, I get it. But when it comes to things like that are that the plot hole is that huge, I, I tend to obsess on it because I can't understand how the writer or writers didn't go, damn, we fucked up. We need to start over because we can't write ourselves out of this. Right. You know what I mean? How do I write myself out of this corner I'm in? The Tomorrow War. It it sounds great until somebody says, well, why don't you just train everybody? And then once we get to the war, all of humanity is now trained and ready to go. And will win the war much easier than to take them from the past a little bit at a time and then seven days. What is that? That's stupid. Just train everybody. Have the movie be about that, about having to convince the government 30 years in the past that this is going to happen and then convincing them and then training everybody. And then we get ready for the invasion. We're ready for it. That makes more sense and would probably be a better movie. That's that's what's killing me. But that's not the movie we got. I know. <laughs> oh, that's why I can't, I tried. To, I was like, I want to watch this, but I just don't know. If I, oh God, I don't know if I'll be able to sit there and wa- I'd rather watch something that's totally fantasy, like the Transformers or 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 Endgame, which I know can't happen. Uh-huh. That's just, I know it can't. Happen. So I can go. Oh, this is great shit. You know, I my there's no suspending of disbelief because it can't happen. You know, yeah. time travel, who knows if in 100, 200 years, somebody might figure it out. I don't know. I can't say definitely no. I can't. So uh, it just makes sense that you would train us now for 30 years. Yeah. And then we're ready for the war. We're ready. Uh, we're not going to do that. In fact, there's already, they're already talking. Uh, about, it was so, it was so successful. They're already talking about, uh, uh, they're gonna. They're going to do a sequel. Uh, and one more thing, and I will move on. How? Watch the movie. I'm not gonna. <laughs> what a oh. sequel? Oh, okay, now my head hurts. Okay, continue. My head really hurts. Continue. I'm... Uh... And, and this movie is two and a half hours. I know that doesn't need to yeah. be, but it is. That's the other thing that's been pushing me away. It's like, I two and a half hours. That's that's long. I. Well, you know what you should do then, because I'm pulling it out now. Uh, you should spend the, you don't want to watch it. You know, maybe you shouldn't watch it, but you should watch our force review, which is the Godfather. We're working on it. Yeah. We bet, yeah. We, yes, we are. We're working it, on it. It, it, it is coming I'm, folks. We're doing I'm getting it. my, I'm setting myself up to watch this. What I'm sure in my head will be a, what I'm sure it'll be a crap fest. Cause I got a feeling I am not going to like it. I have a thing about Italian gangster movies that will never, ever go away. I just, just I, watch I know, the and, movie, and I know, you I know, I know, and, 
And <laughs> I, I'm already trying to convince myself to watch it for artistic integrity, to watch it for visuals, and not necessarily for uh, the story, but to see the how beautiful it's shot and all that other stuff. Well, so, it that, is, course, so I can it, pull my head away from the fact that the fact that I feel like most of these movies, even though that's, I don't think that's their intention, glorifies these people. In well, my in my head, I feel like they glorify these murderers. Well, here, well, here's what you you need to. What the Godfather does is uh, you watch it and you'll realize every cliche we know about gangster films, modern gangster films, is all from this. When it, you know, the Sopranos. They all ape this. And what, what's good about the Godfather is like, you know, there are some good times, you know, they, you know, they're living it up. They're successful, but shit goes sideways. Like life goes sideways. And, and it's like, you realize you don't want to, you just watch the goddamn movie. It's really good, <laughs> but it is, uh, it doesn't, it's, it's really not a glorification. It's not, it's more of a cautionary tale. Oh, here's something and, real quick. I, I just want to keep light, keep this stuff light. But I just want to quick throw something at you. If I asked you, what are the two most popular sports in the world? Could you name them? Uh, I think I so. I couldn't. I one of them got me. I'm just looking at it right now. What What do you think they are? Uh, I think soccer is definitely one. Perfect number one. And I, it sounds weird, but I know how big it is. Uh, croquet. You're close. That's not what it's called, but I. Think oh, I cricket. Could... There it is. Oh, cricket. Wow. I meant. I meant cricket. You got it. I did not think cricket was. Cricket has 2.5 billion fans. Yeah, I remember. I had no idea. I didn't know that. I. I but then I forgot that cricket's the sport of India. Mm-hmm. I was getting ready to say. Uh, I. I. My. Uh, ex stepfather was you know he's he was african and uh, he always talked about he talked about cricket like americans talked about baseball mm-hmm. and uh and he's had all this knowledge talking but you know i was like eh, i never heard of it <laughs> you know and, yeah it's like and this is in the early 80s but wow uh, and then yeah but next? i remember and yeah. then there was a russian kid that lived in the neighborhood and he always talked about cricket and i was like god maybe it's just something that's not big in the u.s it's not and it, most but most every, americans but, don't even know what it is yeah, yeah like it's I, weird we're so uh you know it's like soccer we're so late to the game we don't really oh, give a god, shit about yeah. soccer yeah but everyone's been soccer fans for you know 30 40 years by that point but what people forget in America is that soccer is the sport of the poor. Because if you think about it, it's the oh, yeah. only sport that just needs one piece of equipment, a ball. Yep. That's it. Anybody, any, you could be the most dirt poor person in the world and just put together some socks and kick it around as it's a ball, you know, or, 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 or glue some paper together till you got a ball. All you need is a ball. Yep. And then track and field, you just need your feet. You know, so I get it. You know, I, but cricket, I. You know what's crazy about cricket? You it, some games will last days. Really? Yeah, like you know they'll play like four or five, six hours in a match or whatever they call it, and if there's no resolve, they 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 pick up where they left off the next day. It's uh, not. It, wow. It's very. 
I, that I thought was fucking nuts. But are you sure? Look it up, dude. Wow, I, that just sounds so weird. A sporting event that doesn't end. I mean, it has an end, but it is very possible that it could go on for days. They have been right. match. There have been a ma- matches that went on several days. I guess baseball in for all intents and purposes could go on for days if you think about it. Oh well, yeah, they've had those 20, 2019 uh inning games before. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, baseball could go forever, technically. Really could. So I guess wow. Okay. You made a good point. I'll I'll give you that. But he, there's one more thing. Did you know table tennis is more popular than basketball and American football? No. Table tennis. Unbelievable. Wow. 875 million people are fans of table tennis. Volleyball is more popular than basketball, baseball, and football. Hockey. Well, I, I, I can see hockey because all those Eastern European countries where they don't, where they see the sun maybe an hour a year, mm-hmm. they, they, they play hockey because it's ice everywhere. What else are you going to do? You know what I mean? Yeah. So I guess I can see that. But I, uh, but lastly, I just never, wow, I cricket, I I've tried to watch cricket. No idea what I'm looking at. And I've never felt so – I only felt dumb watching one sport before cricket, and that was hockey. And the only thing that helped me understand hockey, and you're going to fucking laugh your ass off, was when I watched Sudden Impact or Sudden Death <laughs> with Jean-Claude Van Damme. There it is. <laughs> Shit, I, knew it. I, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I know because I didn't know how many periods. I didn't know what hockey was. Was it innings? Was it periods? Was it quarters? And then they said three periods. Like, oh, that's how long hockey is. I had no idea. It taught me how about the sport. That stupid Van Dam movie. Thanks, Van Dam. Pretty much. That's what I I said afterwards. I was like, I looked. I think I was. I think I was. I can't remember who I was with, but I was like. I learned something about hockey today from a stupid John Claude Van Dam movie. Dude, I was with was like me too. We are dumb Americans, aren't we? <laughs> I was like, you goddamn right we are, and I'm proud of it. Let's get the hell out of here. <laughs> I saw that movie in a theater. I did, too, because I worked at uh, the one on uh, Johnson Creek when it came out. That's where I was uh, oh, when wow. it came out. Yeah, it's not there anymore, which uh, saddens me, because I, I spent so many, I spent like three, two years, two and a half great years out there. Oh, good times out there. Good times. Man. Hey, do you hear Logan Paul is like calling out Dana White? He wants to fight an MMA fighter now. <clears throat> and you know what? I don't like him, but he made a good point. And, and, and his, what he said kind of went viral, the, the topic. And he was like naming all these ex-boxers and stuff. And that one guy he boxed, but it was an MMA fighter that he boxed and beat. And um, and he was like, he goes, I, I just I fought uh, Mayweather. And I made twenty million dollars, and mm-hmm. and uh, why is it that your best fighter, you one of your best fighters, retired guy, I fought, and I gave him his biggest payday that he's ever had. Yeah, and he's, he's right. like, he's one hundred percent right. And That's he's like, uh, and 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 he goes, um, why am I? Uh, why is you know I'm giving the biggest payday he's had. Why isn't John Jones like a hundred millionaire by now? He's the you know he's the best yeah. of the best, and he's been the best mm-hmm. of the best for like the last five six years. And he's like, why isn't he a hundred millionaire at this point? And, it, and everyone's like, yeah, why not? 
and some of the fighters like, yeah, why not? Because MMA generates billions. Yep. And uh, you know, your highest paid dudes will make maybe four million. And uh, like that guy that Logan Paul Logan Paul beat, he that guy walked away with six. He guy lost and walked away with six hundred grand. He said the most he ever made in the uh, in in you know in UFC was uh, two hundred and thirty five thousand on one of his on one of his uh, best you know highest ticketed fights. Yep, so like, and that's and and I could give you a part of the answers because you remember when. The MMA fighters in the UFC were writing um, uh, names of sponsors on their backs and where they would have in their corners all these different ads from all these different sponsors in their corners. Or they come out with like a with like a blanket with, the, with their sponsors on. They'd hold it out. Yeah. Dana White killed all that because they have like, I think, two sponsors now. One of them is one of the beer companies, I'm pretty sure. And now... They're all under that umbrella. They can't get outside adver- advertisement now. And that's why they don't make any money. Dana White, I think, should be sued and he should be removed from being the head of the, the uh, UFC because, one, he won't give us the fights we want. Like, we never saw, uh, 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 what's his name, uh, Anderson Silva fight St. Pierre when everybody wanted to see that fight. Yeah. No, he wouldn't do it. And I don't know why. There are a lot of other fights he wouldn't he would not let us have. That should, he should be removed for that alone. Two, he should be removed because no one person should be able to tell somebody they can't make money. Yeah, Nobody. This, they want them solely dependent on them. Right. And that's the problem. That's why John Jones can't make, you know, $200 million. Because you don't think Nike would want John Jones to sign a huge contract with them and sell shoes and promote other stuff? Dana White won't let him because he's under the he's under the UFC contract. And it's bullshit. I hate bullshit. Dana White. I hate Dana White. I've always hated Dana White. I think he's a piece of shit. He's a horrible human being. And it's not just because he supports Trump. I I, I hated him before that. You know, I, I didn't just, even I didn't even know he did. Oh God, yeah, he's he's a Trump. He spoke at the Republican convention in twenty sixteen for Trump. Wow. You know, he's a Trump. He's a Trump supporter through and through, and that's not why I dislike him. I disliked him before that because he did that. That is totally unfair to the athletes that were making their living. Some of these guys can't even pay bills. Yeah. You know, and Dana White can also kick you out of the organization. Can you imagine kicking Floyd Mayweather out of boxing? One man says, ah, I don't like you anymore. You're out of boxing. Wait, what? Are you kidding me? You can't do that, but he can remove guys from the UFC. Yeah, which is almost the same thing. I mean, there's other smaller organizations, but. There's Beltor and a few others. and yeah. uh, You can do fight Japan, but UFC's it. It's like the WWF or E. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The same yeah, thing. Uh, yeah, they're the, they're, the, they're, the, they're the top dog. Yeah, and that's where you get your most exposure, and that's where you're supposed to make your most money. But, you know, they control your life. Everything about your life. And also, they're independent contractors, just like in the WWE. Mm-hmm. So they can't go nowhere else and work either. See, this shit, this is bullshit. God damn, that, I didn't even know all that. Yeah. That's yeah. fucked up. That is that's so why, up. That's why they don't make money. That's why Conor McGregor had to take that Floyd Mayweather fight when he was out sick and hurt. And also, he was so popular that Dana White couldn't tell him no. 
Yeah. And when he took that fight, he was their box office success. He was everything to the UFC when he when he fought Mayweather. So Dana White was like, I, I, I got to let him do it. You know, I have to let him make money fighting Floyd Mayweather. What did Connor make? $250 million fighting Floyd? Yeah, something like that. Or he got less than Floyd, but he, he's a, he made over $100 million. Oh, easily. I thought it was more because I know Floyd made about 300 million well all it was done. yeah it was something crazy they had some crazy back-end deal but that was such a such a huge fight it was such a success everybody everybody got paid oh god yeah it was ridiculous now did you see uh, uh the black widow not yet i was gonna see it and then eloise uh told me she would hate me forever she didn't say hate <laughs> me forever if i saw it without her there it is. So uh, we're seeing it. We're going to see it uh, this weekend. Yeah, I'm going to watch it Friday. I'm going to. I told Stephanie today. I was like, I'm going to order it on Friday when you're off work. So whether you watch it with me or not, that's when I'm going to watch it. So I've kind of holding it off until she was off work to watch it. I'm. I don't have high hopes for it. But oh no, we'll see. May I could be wrong. I think it's going to be just mediocre. You know, kind, the, the, because it's so late in the game. You know. Well, what, yeah, I totally agree, and it's. Uh, I think that was the Eisner's fault. The reason they never got made earlier. That's why you know between Eisner, who got kicked out by, uh, you know, who Foggy replaced because Foggy was going to leave Marvel, and they were like, either he goes or I go. That's yeah. and he's the because re- Eisner was the reason we didn't get Black Panther when we did. He's the reason we didn't get. You know, when we were supposed to, he's the reason uh, there was they didn't do a Black Widow movie. They were supposed to do a Black Widow movie between uh, it was supposed to, uh, you know, Marvel wanted to do it between Captain America, Winter Soldier, and Civil War. They was she was supposed to be in the middle there, and uh, that would have made sense. But I, yeah, yeah. But I, I said no, so it got pushed back. And then when that, you know, the only reason this movie really got made is because of that. That hack, you know, that hack that everybody, all the Marvel and Disney, the Disney hack that, you know, emails got out and they, you know, of them killing the project. So they just brought it back so late in the game. And they used, you know, they used the, uh, uh, what's her name? The, oh God, her, the woman that plays in Veep. Uh, oh, Julia Luis Roberts? Yeah. Dreyfus. Dreyfus, sorry. Yeah, do Louise Dreyfus. She, her character's kind of shoehorned in, but it does fit because they put her in the show. But yeah, this movie was supposed to have been back. We were supposed to get this movie like five years ago. Yeah, it's, it just seems like it's too late to shoehorn it in. But we already know the a- aftermath of the show, of, the, of what's going to happen. So I don't know. I'm going to watch it. I hope it's good. It's Marvel. So yeah, at, I, at the very least, it'll be. You know, with the exception, the exception of um, for me for Thor two, yeah. But we everything, always, yeah, yeah. But that's... with that exception, they they can. You know, I'm okay with an okay movie because you know, like, uh, like um, what's that one? Um, Captain Marvel it was okay. It wasn't yeah. bad. It was, yeah, you're okay. Right. it was okay. Yeah, it was just okay. It wasn't. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not. I don't dislike it. If it's on, I'll watch it. But I'm not seeking it out. And yeah. if we even get that from them, I'll give them that because they rarely do that. Right. Uh, yeah. Also, I'm excited about uh, what if 
I'm really excited to see that. That looks so cool. Yeah, I cannot I'm look. really excited for that. I can't yeah. wait to see it. And also, did you see the spoiler for Loki that's coming on tonight or today? Oh, it's already on. Yeah, I should watch that. I haven't even watched it. It's it's already out. Oh, I'm gonna watch it then because there's a big at the end. He shows up, but he's uh-huh. not called. He's not called by his name though, according to what I read. And I'm like, well, we all know who he's supposed who's supposed to show up. Yeah, and. They said that the guy who plays him is kind of plays him a little weird. <laughs> and I'm like, well, there's not much to go on. You know what I mean? No. <laughs> I, I don't understand what weird means. I mean, how do you play a time-traveling conqueror? I mean, how do you pull that off? How do you how do you how do you make the bring that alive from the comic book pages? You know, he's got a weird fucking green head. What do you what are you supposed to do with that? So yeah. I don't understand what hokey and weird means. It's like uh, well, let's find out. You know, it's one of those things where you got to figure out the character. Oh, also, because I know I'm going to forget. Did you see that this Star Trek, that uh, CBS wants to get rid of all the Star Treks and reboot the whole thing? Discovery, Picard, Lower Decks, all of it, done. And then reboot the whole thing. They want to kill off Patrick Stewart. And I'm like, well, I... I would agree with that because he's 150. Let's just move yeah. on from him. It's okay. I love him to death, but it's time to move on. We moved on from Shatner by yeah. killing him in generations. I don't mind so much, you know. Right. Ten years ago, I would have been pissed, but now it's like, ah, okay, I get it. Yeah, he's 81 years old. Yeah, and he looks. And he's, he's start. He's starting to look. He's starting to really look old. Well, even Q says that. Uh, Delance's character Q said that in the trailer. He's like, "You look a lot older than I thought you would." John Luke and I'm like, yeah, that's a shot because he does look really extra old. I, mean, <laughs> extra I don't. Old. He does. He looks <laughs> like he's really, really. He looks like he's in a, he's he's in the triple digits. He, that's yeah. how old he looks. And I don't mean that as a slight. That's just fact. He looks like he's over a hundred years old. You know, my grandmother's ninety five and looks better than he does. Yeah, this is true. You know, <laughs> yeah. So and and then they want to cancel Lower Deck, which is. A brilliant show. I mean, it's so nostalgic. I love Lower Deck. Uh, stupid little cartoon. I love that show. And then Discovery is just finding its legs now. And the main character has gone from first to to, to being uh, locked up forever, to being nothing, to being science officer, to now she's captain. You're not going to continue her adventures? Are you fucking kidding me? This woman has gone through the ringer. Uh, why would you cancel it? But what I think it is, and what it always is, they probably got a new studio head who wants to make his own mark, mark his own bones, and it's like, it's and, then some, what if yep. it, and that's what it's, it's, it's got to be. It's got to be that, you know. Why can't one of these people ever come in and go like, "Hey, it's all working good. Just keep keep doing what you're doing." Why is that such a bad thing? Can you explain I, that to me? I do not know. You know, I mean, uh, I don't know. Oh, also, um, I know you haven't seen Die Hard yet, um, but it's about Kevin Hart's movie. You know, where he's going to become an action hero. He goes to this action school. John Travolta is the best he's ever been since Vinny Barbarino, and in uh, and also in Pulp Fiction. Uh, I loved him in this. He was actually funny as hell and brilliant. Uh, but there's a style of shooting. 
it's the reason why I wanted you to watch it because I was wondering if you know of any director that's ever done the only way I can describe it is guerrilla shooting. Oh, guerrilla filmmaking. Where the actor, one actor, doesn't know it's a movie. Oh, Which yeah. Kevin Hart's character doesn't know it. Everybody else is in on it. There's cameras everywhere, but he doesn't know he's in a movie. He thinks it's all real because Jean Reno, who's the director uh, from The Professional, wants it to be authentic. You know? And so he puts him in these situations and all that, and he doesn't know he's 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 behind uh, uh you know acting in a, he's in a movie. Who is? Do you know anybody that's done that? And yeah, two, would you shoot a movie that way? And how would you get it done? Well, it's funny. Um, there is a movie like that. It's called. It's a little meaner. It's called River City Heat. And um, there was this guy that's kind of slow. And he thinks he's a tough guy and he thinks he's kind of a cool detective, but he's definitely just not all there. Mm -hmm. And these two comedians made a movie putting him in these situations where he would react. And, and he thought he was like a, like a spy. And it was something to that effect. It was very mean because the reveal at the end was that he realized that it's a, it's not, he was part of a, a movie that was made, you know, around him. So I would do that, but I would, I would actually kind of be kind of fun to set something like that up. That's kind of why I want you to watch that Eric Andre movie. It is legit hilarious. It uh-huh. is like, cause the, a lot of the, you know, most of the people don't know they're in a movie like Tiffany Haddish is in it and, and uh, Lil Rell's in it. And people don't realize who they are, mm-hmm. and they their reaction is part of a a, a like kind of like um, Borat. They kind of weave yeah. in, yeah, weave in a, an actual story through these pranks and stuff. It's like that, and it is. But it was like it is such a crazy movie. It is laugh out loud funny, especially God. when. Uh, uh, it's like uh, Tiffany Hash is running from the cops. You know, this is then they're setting up this guy that works in uh, that works there, and 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 this cop comes by and says, "You've seen this woman?" And they're you know Tiffany Hash and the cop are actors, and the guy's like, "No, no." And then she comes back and and he's like, uh, "They're out here looking for you. You need to go now." <laughs> it's like, which way do you need to go? Go the opposite way. He's like helping her out. <laughs> it was, it's funny. No, it's just legit laugh out loud funny. You got I know your reservation because uh you don't like Eric Andre, but nah, that that he, that, that adult he, swim show was just I loved it. Uh, <laughs> I thought I, it was just so crazy. Nah, I couldn't deal with it. It was he's he was too he, it was just he's too his humor is is like weird to me. It's not funny, it's just odd. And I'm like, I don't find you funny. And I have never found him funny. But also, I'm 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 cultured enough to know that I can see why people think he's funny, but I don't see him as funny. I don't. I've never laughed at anything that Eric Andre's ever done, mm. you know. And I watched a couple of those episodes, and I'm like, I I don't get it, you know, because like I said, I'm never gonna be like my mother and say I hate something and not at least watch some of it, you know. Uh, so I watched a couple episodes and I was like, yeah. I'm not a fan. I'm not going to put myself through this anymore. So I'm done. But I'll, I'll I'll check it out. I got nothing else to watch. I finally watched the last two episodes of House. So I'm 
I'm, 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 I'm moving forward with everything. So, oh, that's the other thing I was going to tell you. Um, I finally watched the last two episodes of House uh, after 10 years. It's finally done and over with. Mm-hmm. I took down the wall of sadness um, and just packed everything up, just took it all down. Um, Stephanie was like, why would you do that? And I said, because it's time to move forward. You know, yeah. my grandfather's been gone since I was 11 years old. Uh, Leroy's been gone for five years now, going on six. It's just time, you know, yeah. and I I was worried at one point, you know, that, that, you know, Leroy might not forgive me for letting it go. And then, weirdly enough, I had gone to uh, Winco like 10 times, you know, in the last 10 weeks to buy food. Uh, and they never had my little sun kiss. They're always sold out. Always. I took them down. I took all this wall of sadness down. And I was thinking about, you know, God, I hope he forgives me and all this stuff. I walk in there and there's there's the last two sun kiss sitting in the little thing. And I was like, huh. My mind went, huh, I guess he does forgive me. And I take it down. I put him <laughs> in. And I've been, I've been, I've been a little bit happier since I took it down. You know, it's not, it's not just there where I'd sit a lot and reminding me of what was right. Um, you know, it, it just makes things, it makes things a little easier. I'm still trying to get my mind out of, uh, my mind is trapped like groundhog day from 98 to 2003. My mind cannot leave that because of the pain I'm in all the time. Mm-hmm. I told Stephanie about that. And, and I told TJ, and TJ was like, I know why you're stuck in that time. He's like, because you were a beast then. And you could run, you could jump, you know, you had friends, you had a girl you were gonna you thought you were gonna marry. Life was great, you had a job you loved. I was like, Yeah, you know, wrestling was great, you were entertained, you were laughing all the time. And I was like, Yeah, that's why my mind will not leave that area. And that's when I decided to move everything off that wall to try to get my mind to concentrate on what I have as opposed to what I've lost. Right. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It was a weird decision, but I felt like I had to make it. I just and I I feel weird, but I do feel better. You know, now that I now that I've done that, I feel a lot better about things. You know, I'm I'm still you know, horribly depressed because I'm hurting all the time, but and I can't see my neurosurgeon for two months. Oh Jesus! Why? And it's gonna because he's busy. Two months, September seventh, I think is when I my appointment is, and it's gonna be a Zoom meeting. He can't even see me online until September seventh. Jesus! I told them this pain is driving me nuts. I'm almost to the end of my, you know, to the to my wit's end. I'm sorry. I mean, he doesn't come around. I can't just schedule's full. I don't know what to tell you. I'm like, God, damn it! I die. I'm oh, so pissed off. But anyway, so yeah, I've told you. Let's see what I told you. What I oh, um, I rewatched the first season of Black Summer. Oh, yeah. Because there were some things in the second season that I was like, I don't remember why this character is what it is. I don't remember. Because I hadn't seen Black Summer for over a year. Maybe longer. That first season. 
And it's like, and then I watched the first season again. I was like, oh, now I remember. Like that fat white dude who took it in the beginning of season two. Yeah, I was like, oh, that poor guy. After I watched season one, he went through the ringer. This is yeah. how he dies. This is how it goes Yeah, <laughs> I felt bad for the dude. I was like, that's that's not cool. He gets shot in the dome in a car. Oh, come on, he goes through all that just to get shot in the car. Yeah, for, for helping someone. Well, yeah, or what the, he thought, who he thought he was helping. Right, and then the lady. Uh, <laughs> For the first season, I didn't realize that lady who got launched out of the window um, was uh, it was Bator from yeah. Star Trek. I had no idea until I looked her up because I was like, she sounds familiar. But whenever they wear those Klingon teeth, they all have lisps because their right. teeth mess everything up in their mouth. And I was like, I know that woman's face. And then I looked up, oh, it's Bator. Cool. And that made her death even more even more hilarious when she shot out of the out of the front of the window. I don't know why I laughed. I, I'm such a sick <laughs> bastard. But I laughed out loud when she fired through the window. Oh my god, that's hilarious. Um, and then I was going to talk to you about the zombie movies because, like we texted back and forth, it doesn't make sense to me. Zombie movies. I love them. I've seen probably eighty percent that have been made. There are a lot of them I haven't seen, but. I've never been disappointed in one, but they don't make sense. It's like the cold animals, flesh rotting away, and and I'm like, I it wouldn't be as big of a deal as these movies make it out to be. You know what I mean? It just wouldn't. Uh-huh. It wouldn't. It just wouldn't be that big of a deal. It just wouldn't. And and the thing that I love about it, you got to shoot them in the head to stop them. No, you don't. Shoot them in both their knees. They're not going anywhere after you shoot them in their knees or their legs and dislocate rip well, muscle from bone. Shooting them in the head turns them off. Very true. You, yeah, you don't want. Right. You don't want because there's been episodes of zombie stuff where people don't. You know they just disregard the head. They get bit, get an infection, get scratched. They got to just stop all movement. Ah, so true. that's, right. that's I okay. That makes sense. But it's just. It's just. I don't know. I was watching that going like, I just don't see. And what is their obsession with the human brains? I don't get that either. Well, I mean, that's, that's only, that's, so here's the funny thing. That was only done in one movie franchise, Return of the Living Dead franchise. That, uh-huh. that introduced, you know, them wanting to eat brains. The other movies, they just have a urge to eat, not necessarily brains, just eat. But only only that one franchise has brains, but everyone always associates ah. it's, it's the most popular. But it, you know, you're just driven by you know your senses, raw instinct, and that's just to consume. And they, I remember the, the pseudoscience in The Walking Dead, it was like uh, your body starts, it knows it's dead, so it's trying to, it's like, oh, we're hungry, that's why we're dead, you know. So it's like you just basic urges. Uh, that's what drives them to just want to bite and eat. But hmm. uh, oh, okay, um, I I can suspend disbelief. It's just that I just see it and I go like, do you know how many vultures would be around? Flies? Those here, those dead people would have flies all over them. Wherever they went, there'd be flies everywhere on those zombies eating their dead flesh. Maggots would be coming out of them everywhere they go. And true, it's just, it's just weird that nobody. I don't know. I, I it's like I just don't. I can't see it becoming a real thing. But you were right when you said that a virus like Corona 
something more strenuous than that could end civilization. And I I read this article where Russia uh, is digging a hole in this um, in the ice uh, in parts of I can't remember what part of Russia it is, but in ice that hasn't seen the light of day for millions of years, and they've already found viruses down there that have been frozen for millions of years. Oh, jeez. And I'm thinking that's what's going to happen. They're going to this ice is going to melt. And something that's that you know infected dinosaurs is going to affect us, infect us, and we're going to die. That's how that's the virus it's going to get. It's going to be something that has been dead or dormant for millions of years. It's going to get us. It'll be something like that. Now, what turns into zombies? Ah, who knows? But that's what's going to get us. That's how society's going to end. You know, is that? I don't think we're going to kill ourselves. I don't think an asteroid is going to hit us. Hey, it'll be something stupid well, like it. It'll be something well, we well, do. Well, yeah, well, yeah, that's definitely, yeah, we're, we're the ones depleting the ozone. We're doing all that mm-hmm. damage. The, you know, stuff that's not supposed to ever, you know, change is right. something that's not supposed to ever evolve in like, you know, uh, 100, 200, 300 years is now down to 10. Yeah. Exactly. Like how quickly the coronavirus, like we talked about earlier, has evolved. I mean, that thing that thing hit from the Wuhan virus to this Delta variant in what, less than a year and a half? And this Delta variant is like killed how many people in India? How many thousands of people have died from this already? And it's already here killing people, hospitalizing people? It's like yeah, I, some of y'all need to take this seriously. I don't, I don't, I don't like the fact that we're going back to normal. But the point is, that's how society is going to end. It's going to be something, something that we do that's gonna, that's gonna, that's gonna make everything, all this stop. It's gonna be something we do. We're, we're gonna, we're gonna do it. It's not gonna be an accident. It's gonna be an accident. I'm sure. I hope. But <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's an accident. You know. I mean, because. You know, John Stewart is now spouting bullshit how he thinks the virus came out of a lab. You know, well, that somebody made it. And I'm like, dude, don't, don't, don't do that, man. It's no, they, there's already a, no, that, that, there is something to that. That uh, has already made news. There was already news in China that there was a lab that did have this strain. So uh, I hope you're right. That's, wrong. that's, look it up. It's already, it's, uh, there's no. something to it. It's not just a wild accusation. Uh, I was hoping it came from a the meat bats. That would have been more. Oh no that that's how it spread. But it but, was. But, but it came it, from a lab. But a but a lab had it already, and that that very well could have been how it spread. Yeah. But uh, that no, just, it was that's so depressing. Yeah, it's like I just said. We're gonna kill ourselves. That's that's how this is all gonna end. I, I hope it's a hundred years from now, and I'm not here. I hope to God I'm not here. Yeah. Oh, uh, speaking of that, did you see that trailer for the movie with Denzel's son and Marky Mark? Um, I had an idea for a movie like that once when I first got started taking uh, marijuana shots. I got really high, and I was thinking, what if we don't die? but move into other bodies. But we just don't know it until something triggers us. Yeah, that would be kind of cool. That way we're immortal. And that's what this movie is, basically, where they go through lives 
and something has to be said. No, it's not Denzel's son. What am I saying? It's it's uh, uh yeah, Titwell Chit, 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 Yeah, yeah. yeah I, mean, I heard I heard this movie was dog shit. Really? Yeah, I haven't seen it. Oh, I know I know what you're talking sad. about. I saw the trailer, but I haven't I haven't heard one good thing from anyone about this movie. Really? That's yeah, because it look it has potential. You know that got two it, good it, actors it, in it. It suffers from uh. Uh, a good trailer because the trailer is very intriguing until the movie starts. You're like, oh, this fucking bullshit. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> how the fuck did they get my money this time? This is bullshit. <laughs> it's kind of like when I went to watch Cliffhanger. The trailer got me. I'll never forgive Stallone for that one. That was one of the best. <laughs> that was one of the best trailers I have ever seen. I was so stoked to see Cliffhanger, and the big scene of him jumping from mountain to mountain wasn't in it. The movie, which I was like, wait, what? I thought that was god damn it. And sometimes then the trailer they, was so much better than the movie. I was so pissed off. Sometimes they it's, it's just a cut scene that they really like that they can't use for whatever reason and it's like oh this will be a good shot for a trailer. Sometimes they'll purposely make cool shit just to make the trailer more exciting than the movie actually is. It, it they do it all the time. God, that sucks, man. That it's like, you, don't really, you don't even know what you're looking at. Yeah, you're looking at a trailer trailers. and you're like, yeah, 30% of this is not even written for the movie, but it looks cool for what we're trying to sell you. It happens more often than you know. God, that's so... It's like, I don't mind Marvel lying to us in trailers because I get that they want to keep the plot as secret as possible. I mm-hmm. get that. I can live with that. But it's when you jazz up a trailer... Knowing your movie shit. <laughs> you got to make that money back, man. Yeah, it just pissed me <laughs> off. I was like, ah, yeah, that got me. Uh, it's just like I, uh, that cliffhanger trailer. We got to find a, We got to find a way to shine this turd. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it was that, buddy. It was it was a cliffhanger was a piece of shit. John Lithgow's horrible accent that he had in that movie. God, yeah. it was awful. Just awful. And then Leon, which. I still don't understand why you've got one name like Cher or whatever. He was awful in the movie, too. It was just bad all the way around. It was just a terrible movie. It's, it's not Stallone's worst, but it's up there. <laughs> it's up there. Shooter, my mom, Stop or My Mama Shoot was the worst movie he ever did. Worse than Cobra. If you can believe oh, that. God. I, I Worse like- than Cobra. I like Cobra. This is ridiculous. Cobra's You awesome. really like Cobra? Really? It, because of his... Because of how... I like Cobra like I like Commando. Those movies are fucking uh, dumb as fuck. And okay, so much understand. fun. You don't... You, you Those movies you watch with a group of friends and you enjoy it and you talk shit about it at the same time. I mean, yeah. you can't. You gotta go to those movies like that because you, you you watch Commando and you see the wires as Arnold's holding Sully over the cliff with his left hand. You see the obvious wire holding Sully up. And you're yeah, like, are you kidding? This is just shit production. What is it? What is happening here? The you know? act, the 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 villain gained a bunch of weight because the movie took a uh, year long break in between. And notice that. Oh my God! Yeah, he did get fatter, didn't he? Yeah, he he didn't fit the suit anymore. And uh, and uh, he decided to play the character like gay, like a like a spr- or like a spurn lover. If you watch it, you're like, 
Oh my god, he did. He really did, didn't he? He plays it like a like a like a like a you know a a scorn lover, and uh, (laughs) and Arnold. I don't think anyone knew that was. You watch it now, you're like, holy shit! He's like, he's talking about the why aren't you? Why aren't we together anymore? He's like a a scorn ex. He's playing it. He's totally playing it that way. You know, it's funny. Zod from uh from uh, uh Superman two, he played. Remember the uh, the iconic line, "Kneel before Zod." Yeah. Uh, what is his name? Anyway, whatever his name is, and it's Terrence. Ian McCul- oh no no Terrence no, no, no. something. Terrence oh. was it Terrence Mann? No, that's not it. It's Terrence look- something. But he uh he played that role or that line. Like he was commanding a woman to 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 suck his dick, he said. <laughs> and so he basically was telling Superman to kneel and suck his dick is why he is the, well, what, what the intent was when re- he said it that way. Uh, re- remember when 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 he when, at the same time when he was talking to when he before he got banished he was talking to uh 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 Kal and he's uh-huh. like, "Damn you, Kalel." I'll have your life and your ass. He says that. At the, at the, he says oh he'll have. God. He says I'll... there was something to that. Yeah, what is his name? Did you find it yet? Because I oh, cannot uh, remember his name. It um, is. Wow, that is depressing. I cannot remember his name. It's Terrence something. I know that. Uh, where is it? Where is it? Zod. Who's Zod? Oh god damn it. General Zod uh God, where is it? I don't see uh, who played General Zod. Uh, Terrence Stamp. Yes, Stamp. God damn yeah. it. Yes. I know it was Terrence something. I just couldn't remember his name. Uh but yeah, that's why he said the line the way he said it. I'll never forget him talking about it and I thought that was fucking hilarious. He was commanding Superman to suck his dick. That's fucking funny as hell. And it gives <laughs> that whole scene a brand new meaning where you're like, oh, uh, yeah. oh uh. Zod's Zod, kinda, really? Zod's, oh. Zod's kind of rapey. Yeah. <laughs> Zod's a rapey gay guy. Oh, oh, man, Zod. <laughs> Speaking of old <laughs> movies, I, uh, I was thinking about Porky's last night. Oh, Don't ask God. me why. Don't ask me why. But I remember the glory hole scene, and I kept thinking, "How could you make that? How could you make that work today? You how couldn't. Could you, you couldn't. That, you do it? That's assault. Work? That is know, straight up assault. I, them, I know, them going under there and watching those girls, un- and then, and then sec- and then he sticks his dick. <laughs> it is so much. The teacher grabs him. Teachers fucking while like while they're on duty. I know. Oh God! I'm sorry. I can't stop laughing because <laughs> it just looks. You're just watching this. Like there is no fucking way that would be made. Make this movie at all? <laughs> this is so bad. But it was so funny back in the day, man. Well, look at it's, Revenge of the Nerds. He, yeah, where he raped he that girl. Raped that girl. Yeah, he, he and she raped her. Yeah, she really raped her. She thought she was having sex with her boyfriend. Mm. He reveals, and her reaction's like, oh, well. I know, right? (laughs) I was like, wait, what? He raped her. I remember saying that when I watched it. 
The like, crazy thing, the crazy thing, the movie is also at the same time strangely progressive. That there's a gay guy, a clearly yes. effeminate mm-hmm. gay guy. Not once did even the op, even the bad guys make fun of him or call him gay or fag. Never once got mentioned. He My was God, just. He was he wasn't black, he was he wasn't gay, he was just a nerd. And that's all that this that's that's so weird that the yeah, oh, fuck you, you're right. <laughs> they never called him a fag. They really did. They never talked not about once. his sexuality, not once. Not once. He there's even a party where he's dancing with the guy and the, and all the bad guys are like and some nerds, you know, they like bust their party up. And no one says shit about him and his boyfriend, his no. clearly boyfriend. Oh my god, that is they were. It was such a. Oh my god, they get credit Oddly for that. Progressive, yes. yeah. They get credit for that, but and the whole point of the movie is is no matter who you are, we all should be equal, considered equal, all of us at the end, you know, because the nerd was a metaphor for you know black or any minority. That's how they played it that was the metaphor yeah it's just w- weirdly progressive but also super rapey panty yeah. raids how fucking crazy is that oh that's not even a thing anymore because we did that when i was at uh, <laughs> when i was in uh outdoor school we, we oh did that God. everybody our age or older has done that at least once or know somebody who's done it and nobody yeah. thought anything of it you do that now Buddy, you're on the front page of of every website. You're on the news, and you're go, you're going to be in prison for that shit. That's not but funny you know anymore. What? Yeah, I, I, and that's a good thing. We're not saying the good old days. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm just saying that, that, <laughs> that wanna... some things were like. It's amazing how quickly inside of you know 40 years, how yeah. some things go from that's okay to what the fuck is wrong with you? How could you do something like that? It's amazing. It's like it's like it's like me right now, and I've told you this off off care off air, and I may have said something like this years ago on one of our podcasts. But my gym teacher in sixth grade with the hole in the wall that led to the girls' locker room in sixth grade, and oh god, my friends and I—I'll never forget it. There was six of us. We found it in his office. And we looked through, and we could see the girls. We we're like, "Oh shit! Oh shit! Yeah, look at me. That's so and so. That's Sarah. That's that's Tiffany. Oh goddamn, she looked good." And and then none of that didn't dawn on none of us. One, why the hole was there, and two, who else is looking through this hole? Yeah, it never dawned on us until one day. I think and if I was, he and if he knew it was there, why didn't he cover it up or have it filled? Oh no, he drilled the hole. We found out later. He drilled the hole. Wow. He actually did that. And my dad told me about him when he was, because my dad knew him from college, and he was always one of those, um, he always liked young girls. He was always like that. You know, 19 years old, he was always dating, you know, 13, 14-year-olds. He was always Kelly. You know, he was an, he was an Asian R. Kelly, you know, and 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 just didn't dawn on me. And the funny thing is, I never said anything to my parents because I didn't think anything was wrong. I, I, I and that's what I mean when I say this, people. I'm saying in the sense that we were so innocent that things like that didn't raise an alarm. It didn't make us go, "This is wrong," because we were innocent. You know, we we hadn't seen bad shit like that on the news or on, on the internet because we didn't have that. Right. So we didn't think anything of it. I'm just like, 
Man, I just saw a bunch of my girl classmates naked. That's that makes my year. I'm good. <laughs> you know, I'm good. Man, she got some nice titties. It never even dawned on me how wrong that was for me to do that. It didn't even oh, cross man. my fucking mind. Oh, insane. Also, also uh, I was thinking about that same year, sixth grade year. I actually have a true life blood brother. You remember how you did that? Yep. Cut your yeah. finger and he yep. gets his and you shake on it. Yep. I have yeah. one. I've forgotten all about him. Ironically, his name was OJ Simpson. Oh ironically. Yeah, ironically, that's his name. And <laughs> the only reason why I, I remembered, I was thinking about that. I saw a family guy where Stewie did that with Brian, and Brian gave him herpes. And I'm now that I'm thinking, I was like, oh, that was really dangerous. Why did I do that? I could have gotten all well, you, Yeah, you don't but, think about that. You think of how cool it is. Ah, see, in the brothers. movies, that's cool yeah. as shit. We're blood brothers, we're connected for life. That dude's in jail for the rest of his life for murdering three people. Oh my God. Yeah. 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 I'll never see him again. <laughs> I don't even know if he's still alive. He was in, he, well, I think I was 17 when he murdered three people and was in and got put in jail forever. Jesus, who were they and why? He's a gangman. He was a gangster. He was a he was one of the he was one of Oregon's original uh 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 bloods. Oh, and he wow. murdered three people. He murdered three people. Always nice to me, you know. Uh, but that's that was my attitude back back then. Was yeah, he may have killed Spill, but he was cool to me. I you know I I never had to worry about him shooting me. So I I don't know. I didn't think nothing of it. Uh, you know I I think it was my dad that told me. Remember that kid OJ that you went to school with? Yeah. Oh, uh, they just uh sentenced him to life, triple life. And I was like, oh, that's my blood brother. My dad was like, what? And I told him he's like, why would you? cut your hand. Why would you do that? I don't know. I was in the sixth grade. I thought it was cool. I saw it on TV and then we did it. What? What's the problem? <laughs> I still didn't understand what he was mad about. Like, what's the problem, Dad? I, I, I don't know. And it, it, was just, it was just so fucked up. Things like that these kids today would never do. But that's something you could see on back in the 80s TikTok if we had it. You know, stupid shit like that. You know, that we would have yeah. done. Yeah. Oh God! Now I can't stop laughing. <laughs> oh, I can't believe we're so stupid. They're they're just god awful dumb, man. Uh, at least I was. I don't know. Yeah. I, don't know I don't know how dumb you were, but I was. I, I, well, I, was I did the blood brother thing. Uh, me and my friend Greg Moody we were in the third grade. But, oh, uh, so you were a little younger than I am, so it's more acceptable for you. I was in the sixth grade. Yeah, oh, by sixth grade, I was like, yeah, that's stupid. So yeah, I'm a little. <laughs> I don't know what. I, mean. <laughs> I, I can't lie. I was You're just a late, stupid. late bloomer. I was. In a lot of ways, <laughs> I was a late bloomer because, in, in ways like that, I was a late bloomer. But in the ways of violence and murder and all that and rape, I was not a late bloomer. I knew stuff. Oh, I, you're, not, uh, I knew uh, rapists when I was in the fifth grade. I knew people that had raped girls in the fifth, ugh. sixth grade. I knew that. I knew people when I was in the sixth, seventh grade who had murdered people. I, I, <laughs> what did what did TJ call me? A Cosby kid that was raised by that was raised in the boys that was raised boys in the hoods like that, you know. Mm. And it was it was like when I closed the door into my parents' house, I was like in this insulated world where nothing too bad got through. But once I walked out, it was 
it was God. There were things I just couldn't understand when I got out, you know, like not understanding really until the eighth grade what a gay person was. I had no idea what that was. I just knew they were different. Something was off about them. And I know that's not how you say it, but that's what I thought back then was something was off. Something was different. Something was weird. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, but you're giving off this weird vibe, Miss Jackson. I don't know what's wrong with you, but you don't seem like a normal woman, normal girl. Something's not right. And then I realized ninth grade, oh, she's gay. I get it now. Oh. Ah. Most people would have known in the fifth grade, fourth grade, not me, ninth grade. God damn, dude. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I, I had a very odd odd upbringing dude if i could let you if i could let you like walk with me through my life you would stop me a million times going how did you not see that you dumb motherfucker how did you (laughs) not know hold on we gotta stop we gotta stop this right now what is wrong with you i don't know i just didn't think that it was a big deal that's uh, i can't help it if she did this this and this you know that's 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 how my life was. And the sad part is that's how most of my friends were. There were things that we knew, but there were a lot of things that we just didn't know were bad. We didn't know that Porky's was bad. It was funny to bring it all the way back. We thought it was just funny, harmless humor. Oh, yeah. Didn't think anything of it. Didn't realize Revenge of the Nerds. He raped her. We didn't think of it. Oh, they're in love now. That's how you do it. No, that's not how you do it, son. No, 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 no. Don't, don't do that. No, no, no. No, no, no. I even think some of those movies uh, or like 16 Candles uh, with that Asian dude. Oh, what's happening? Hot stuff. Oh, gosh. Yeah, he regrets doing that. He should. It was (laughs) awful. He should regret it because he was really a stereotypical Asian man, but you know that was the only gig hiring Asian people. You know they had it worse. They had a they had a harder time than black folks getting getting you know getting momentum. Only to last what two three years, we're starting to see Asians actually in movies, starring in movies, you and know? not being a stereotype, just being yeah. people. Yeah, yeah, just being people that just happen to be Asian instead of just some kind of cultural connection to the story. Like the dude or whoever directed um, Doctor Strange has now realized he should not have whitewashed uh, the ancient one. Yeah, he said, I should not have done that. I see it now. I didn't at the time because I didn't want the dragon lady stereotype, but I see now I should have tried harder and, and, and made it a, an Asian person. I fucked up. Won't happen again. And I'm like, at least you owned your fuck up. I'll give yeah, you, I'll yeah. give you another chance because you owned it. You know, you didn't say, well, I just didn't think about it. No, you owned your fuck up. You, you explained it. You owned it. You're good. That's all. Just own it, man. Mm-hmm. And he did. He said, I fucked up. And the thing is, why I, I will give him another chance is because he actually thought he was doing good. <laughs> he actually thought he was doing good. It's like, no, dude. You're not. No, you're making no. it worse. Yeah, you are. You've made it worse. <laughs> and you don't even see how much worse you've made this, man. You know, I would love to see a remake of Breakfast at Tiffany's to see. Um, oh, God, that you won't. Let's see. I, I want to see that you so won't. bad. And if you do, that character won't be in it. 
Oh, that's too bad. Because I would love oh. to see somebody try to play Mickey Rooney's character the right way. Uh, I don't know how you do that, but I would love to see. You just it. don't. No, I, yeah, you don't. You know, you're right. You wouldn't. I, he would just be cut out of the movie. But still, when you watch that movie, you're like, "How did you think this was? Yes, a good idea? how? It's so, it's so disrespectful." Ah, and for those of you <laughs> listening that don't know, just go watch Breakfast at Tiffany's if you don't know. You'll. Watch Mickey Rooney's character. He plays a Japanese dude with glasses, bug eyes, and buck teeth. And how, you know, Mickey Rooney, how yeah. Irish do you have to be? <laughs> and you're right? just playing an Asian person. <laughs> That's so funny. It's like uh, it's like <laughs> watching um, uh, uh, Ice Cube. He was on Graham Norton, and Graham Norton said to him, uh, oh, you have an Irish name. Is anybody Irish in your family? He said, what? You talking about man you know how cube is yeah he's always got to be hard he can never smile too much he's that guy he's that black guy and he's like <laughs> what are you talking about O'Shea and, and Kevin Hart was right next to it you don't know that's Irish and he's like ah, it might be I don't know and it's like dude O'Shea it doesn't get any more Irish than that, <laughs> <I know>. man. <laughs> How do you get more Irish than O'Shea <laughs> and then Kevin Hart had to explain that black people are notorious for naming things off of what they see. You know, somebody yeah. said O'Shea is like, that's a good name for my baby, O'Shea. I like that. And <laughs> I I fell out of my chair laughing because he's so right. But <laughs> but he didn't know that that was an Irish name. You know, he had no clue. And I'm sure nobody in Compton knew that was an Irish name. They thought it was a weird name, O'Shea. Huh. That's an odd name. All right, nigga, your name is O'Shea. Like, why are you Irish, man? You know? It's like uh, Muhammad Ali is in the Irish Hall of Fame. Did you know that? No. Yeah, he's in the Irish Hall of Fame because his mother's father is is, is Irish, I believe. So, so his grandfather. Yeah, I believe it's his grandfather that that was Irish, full blooded Irish. That's why so that's why he was so light. Oh, uh, he got dude. that he got Irish blood in, and they he went to Ireland and they worshipped the ground he walked on. They put him in the Irish Hall of Fame and. I was like, ah, okay, um, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Muhammad Ali is an Irishman, part Irish, I guess. I I don't know if that would help him if the Irish decide to fight black people, but okay, I I guess. I guess it works out. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to say this, and then we're going to go. Speaking of Irish and black, it reminded me uh, of Dave Chappelle joke when he was in Ireland, and he was in the pub, and some uh, Irish guy comes up, comes up to him and goes, you know, uh, us black Irish have had it just, we have so much in common, and uh, just like the black Americans, and uh, oh god, I'm fucking this joke up. He goes, uh, <laughs> you know, us black Americans and black Irish, there are us, yeah, black Americans and black Irish have so much in common, and he's like, um, we all know oppression and and um, how we do. <sighs> oh, I fucked the joke up. It's not even funny anymore. God damn it! <laughs> I can't even get the fucking joke right. That's uh, a terrible way to end the show. But god damn it! It I happens. Want... Sometimes you just can't remember, you just can't figure it out how to how to get that joke to work. You need, to go, uh, need to go to the comedy club and work work it out, man. You know what? Yeah, I got a I got a tight two minutes. Uh, I got to get back to work on that. <laughs> 
Well, folks, we got about 30 seconds, so we will see you next week. Yeah, I'll be here. Yeah, you probably will have uh, The Godfather. We'll do our uh, forced uh, review. We'll, we'll see. We'll, if... we'll see. I'll, no, I'll, I'll get it done. I promise you guys I'll watch it. All right. All right, yeah. folks. All right. Peace out, everybody. See you.